Well, hello everyone, we're back and we are so happy to present to you our most valued of beautiful guests that whom we have heard before. Okay, and it's Isolas Salon and Gabby Kathleen Kowalski. And Gabby is from Germany and Celeste is from the United States. And again, if, I don't know, today is one of those days where we have a lot of uh, tech issue, but bear with us and we'll do our best. Celeste doesn't, doesn't need a lot of introduction because in both of them actually, and Celeste has been doing a lot of work for um, many people. So maybe I'll just start and ask Celeste what she can speak about and little intro about herself. And then I'll pass it on to Hartmut to introduce Gabby or how Gabby will introduce herself. Is that okay? All right. right. Celeste, take it away. Thank you. Okay, so um, basically I'm Celeste and probably many of you already know who I am. And let's see, my dad told me at five years old that all this was going to happen. He was in naval warfare. And so I acquired skill sets and I would have always been a photojournalist. Of course, I um, was in environmental medicine and also <clears throat> I did uh, time at, uh, for the government in the service of my country, including Y2K, 9-11, Hurricane Katrina, and all the disasters that you know and are familiar with and really set the stage for what we see today. Um, I am now a broadcaster, author, uh, keep you guys posted on what's happening in the journals around the world. And I'm an organic farmer and that is uh, one of my passions. I just relocated uh, to North Dakota and I'm loving it. And um, it's a little different. I have to get used to a new climate, but so far lots of sun and lots of potential. So life is good. Thank you, Hartmut. You're muted. Gabriele Kokowski, she's from Germany, and uh, she has her own podcast. She has her own uh, Apple on Earth TV station. She is uh, presenting, um, or she is doing the communication between people, uh, let's say, entities from different uh, levels to the earth and uh, is supporting also here uh, the earth in her uh, journey. And uh, she worked uh, at several universities and also in ma uh, media, uh, very, ex um, yeah, very ex successful. And um, she is, yeah, what, she is also a master in economics, is correct, right? Yes, right. And um, I'm very happy that she's here because she has uh, huge uh, followers and huge um, visitors on her Avalon Earth TV and uh, where she makes also a lot of updates concerning timelines, concerning black goo, etc. So we can, I think uh, this will be a podcast, um, let's say, not for beginners. <laughs> That's, this is the thing. <laughs> I think this is the way we can describe this uh, podcast the best way. So, and uh, I would love to start directly. Um, Gabriele, uh, Celeste will talk about depopulation. 
Yeah, for example, this is at the moment is a very tough, uh, very accurate topic. Um, you um, see it very from a global perspective, yeah. And uh, can you tell something about the timelines, for example, at the moment? What what is your perception? Uh, what is happening right now in this in this specific subject? So, are you talking to me? No, so to Gabriele. You're oh, muted. Can you? Can you? Yeah. Yes. Yet now or not starts. Okay. Yes, we have to look at the timelines. It's very, very important to understand what is happening because they are playing with the timelines. And we had so many timelines in the last, let's say, about 120 up to 160 years. They are changing the timelines. They are manipulating. Um, the big, big timeline shift they wanted to do was 2012 in December, but it failed. It failed. And since then, everything that started to recorrect and to work us into another timeline uh, failed again. So they only can do the very, very fine or very smart, um, yeah, very, very, very little timeline changes, but they do. And even if you're looking at, um, at the, um, uh, yeah, at the. May I, one, Gabriela, may I interrupt you? Can you explain uh, to, the, to the people also what timeline is? Because this is a topic which is. Not not everyone is familiar with. So yeah, that that's a, that's their point. Yeah, if you don't know or, or you don't know anything about timelines and changing timelines, if you don't know anything about multiverse and multiple Earth timelines, um, you can't think about it. And that's the point. And we have to learn that only our consciousness is so kept in this three dimensional um, perception, but it's artificial. Normally, we are multidimensional beings and we are all used to change timelines and we are all used to create new timelines and timeline changing is nothing for us in normal. But here on Earth, they, um, they manipulated us and they didn't tell us anything about timelines. So the point to understand the whole things happening now in Earth is at first that we can remember that we were multidimensional beings and that we all were able to change between timelines and to look upon timelines. And we have to understand time is nothing going linear. So we have the past, we have the now, and we have the future. Timelines are working parallel. And you can change from one uh, timeline in the past to a timeline in the near future and a timeline here and now. And this is what they're doing. For example, I think a lot of people know about the Philadelphia experiments or the Montauk projects, and they know about CERN or the DAISY in, in Hamburg here in Germany. So we have a lot of technology and we have it right now here to change timelines and they're doing this because science, science works with timelines. Science, not only the scientists here on Earth, they are doing it uh, at about maybe yeah, 100 years, 80 to 100 years. But of course, our, our cosmic invaders are doing this. The, the um, invader force 
which invaded Earth about 500,000 years ago, started changing timelines and manipulating here mankind on Earth. And so we can't really say this was the past and this is the future and this is now because it's changing. You can, you can go to sleep one night in one timeline and you are waking in the next at the next morning. And a lot of things have changed. And um, um, many people are now looking at these timelines and we call it Mandela effect. Who wants to look it up? at uh, Wikipedia, Google, you can look for Mandela, the Mandela effect. And they describe, for example, how the text in the Bible has changed. If you remember what you learned as a child from the Bible, now you see different, different text parts. And if you remember how the cover was of, for example, the Stones or the Beatles when you were young, and you look at it now, you see it's changed. And there are so many things, ways, buildings, who have or which have changed in the last 50, 60 years. So and we try to make a documentation to show the people it has changed and to show we have or we had different timelines. Even the texts, the words, the songs, even the films, the most thing you can show that timelines has changed is with the films. And you, when you remember, oh, when the film came up 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I saw and I remember the scene I remember so exactly and now it has changed and this is because we have changing timelines they are they're similar yes they are but not 100% and therefore we have the changes and we do have to remember that it always was that way but not as much as now because we had the Montauk project in 1945 they started and they started to change the history they started to to change the whole history about the German Second World War. This is why they started it so massively. And that's the point. And they changed history. Indeed, they did. They changed history for seven or eight times very, very massively the last 100, 120 years. And they went back. They went always back to change history and to manipulate the Second World War. That was the point uh, we found out, I found out, that they are manipulating, uh, very, very strongly manipulating our timelines. And they do it as well now. Um, um, someone someone wants who wants to... to oh, no, oh, no, I have no, 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 no. Yes, we can hear you. Okay. okay. Um, if someone wants to understand what timeline is, for example, there's the Philadelphia Experiment from John Carpenter, then you can see, then you, this is a movie where you can see it also in the 2020 Tenet. In this movie, they also play with the timelines. Uh, Celeste, do you want to have to come? Do you have, want to comment on something on that? So uh, <clears throat> they have been honing in on changing timelines, especially. So the first time I kind of ran into it quite by accident um, was um, I was in contact with the dean of uh, a school, uh, a college, and he said that the, um, the language was going to change every six months. So along with the timeline, you have the, the change in language. 
And he, and he said that at that point, it was every six months, he said he would let me know. I thought, oh, you know, he's just being kind. Um, but he did. That fall, he did let me know that, that the language had changed. And he said, we will get to a point that the language will change every 48 hours. And that is going to be um, a really rapid the next big thing, thing that most people, many people are familiar with is uh, the UN agenda was originally scheduled to be all wrapped up by 2030. Yes, there was the 2012. Then a lot of people know about 2030. Well, now um, most of the world, including the UN government's military, want it wrapped up by 2025. And what that means is a massive depopulation of the old humans and then a bringing in of engineered, augmented, enhanced humans that are not human. They don't have a spirit. They don't have a soul like we would know it. And then um, they're one with the quantum computer AI, um, which there are other dimensions to that and other um, uh, it's lined up. As a matter of fact, the vaccine was began to be rolled out on November 2nd, which was this, uh, it was the beginning of a series of planetary and star alignments. Um, and they were very, they needed it to be rolled out then, not, of course, not all of them, but it started because what the scientists, researchers, and the powers that be, which is what we call them, um, we're calling on the, the sweet influences of the stars to enhance and potentiate this depopulation and the effect of the vaccines that they were rolling out. So they were actually calling on the heavens and a lot of people don't realize that. And, and you say, oh no, that's science fiction. Uh, I get my stuff from the science journals and documents. And so um, it is there and they even had images. Uh, one image you can see, it's a lot like that Denver airport, apocalyptic murals. It's in the Bank of America. And there's a person flying up to a UFO in a beam. And um, it's in the Bank of America building. And and it was interesting because I was I do a science committee meeting on Saturdays. And so we were talking about it. And then that week there was the Frankenstein chimera virus. And the logo for that was the exact same thing as the Bank of America. So very interesting in this whole thing is humanity is getting changed into a hybrid um, through this technology that is being unleashed upon the earth. And um, is this, um, is it, there is a purpose behind that. And um, the purpose, I think, in my opinion, it is less the human beings, it's, it's all about the earth, the planet earth itself. So, um, for example, um, the Earth wants to go in the fifth dimension. It has already the possibility to go in the fifth dimension in the past, but it didn't work out. And I got the impression that, or I got the information that we people or the we human beings with soul 
are a connection between heaven and earth and so we can support this transformation and if we lose this connection or if we, yeah if we lose this connection then it would be it will it will be very difficult for the earth in order to go in the fifth dimension and um, to uh, and so they can try to prison the planet in the third dimension. Is is this correct or is this a theory? Celeste, Gabriel, who wants to start? Who wants to say? I can answer the question. Yeah, the point is, um, what are what are the men? What are we for those cosmic invaders? We have. We have to look at this because we do not only have a perspective in looking here on 3D and Earth. We have to have a cosmic perspective to understand the process, the ongoing process. And everything having to do with the vaccination, everything having to do with the um, AI singularity is a cosmic perspective. We have to understand this. It's a big, big cosmic plan behind, not only on Earth. So that's the first thing. The next thing is, yes, it's uh, it's now our turn and it, it's now time, really time, to change this three-dimensional frequency. It's time for our planet Earth, for Terra Gaia, our mother, and time for us. Because Terra Gaia never was a 3D being, she is a five-dimensional being. And so we don't go never ever in the fourth dimension and in the sixth dimension because the fourth dimension is the astro dimension of Lucifer and all his alliance partners. This is the fourth dimension is the astro dimension of the overlords or Anunnaki, what we call them, or devils, or Satan, or whatever we had here on this planet, which was dark and, and really dark and destroying, this are the Anunnaki. And the Anunnaki are inhabiting the astro. This is a 4D astro, that's their Rome, and the 6D astro, that's a black magic Rome. So we will never go into their dimensions, never ever. We want to go in the fifth dimension, and that's the point. We, we are jumping from the third into the fifth because everybody here on Earth, every true soul, every true human, human being, and every true star-born is a fifth dimensional or eighth dimensional and higher, higher, higher being, and we are no four dimensional being. The astro is the Rome of the Luciferian of those dark entities, Anunnaki overlords, our cosmic invaders. So um, they wanted to fix us in their three dimensional frequency because it's the frequency they can manipulate and control. They created, it's artificial. Our time is artificial. Our time construct for Earth is artificial. And um, our, yeah, our thinking is controlled. Our consciousness is controlled. And our uh, perception is controlled. They control everything with their big, big machines. One of those big machines we call the Saturn Moon Matrix. And the other machine, because it's an AI machine as well, is the Akasha Chronicle. Those are machines of the overlords to control time, to control perception, to control, yeah, everything, thinking, everything. 
These are their machines. And of course, they want to fix us here. But our consciousness, our souls are higher, higher beings, multidimensional. And their time now is over. Game over for the overlords. Game over for those dark, for those dark forces. Game over. It's really game over. And they, they wanted to fix us, but they can't. They can't because consciousness is awaking so much and they make it, made a really big, big mistake. And their big, big mistake is Corona. Is those, is the real big, so stupid story about this virus combined with the PCR tests, combined with the vaccination, combined with everything. It was their big mistake. They're really big mistake. They tried to trap us, but um, the thing was, <laughs> it changed, and we and mankind went in a great, great process of great awakening. Yeah, when we think about uh, Klaus Schwab and Hilde Schwab, World Economic Forum, and all the brethren there around, yeah, they <laughs> they wanted, they all wanted the great reset into their. AI singularity and transhumanism and totally controlled mankind, but without soul, as Celeste said, and without spirit and without anything, a controlled thing, whatever it is, to, to get their energy. But they failed. They totally failed. They totally failed. And um, the process of awakening now is so big on us. It wouldn't work. Our... Um, the Cosmic Council, for example, the High Cosmic Council says to, to switch it, we, we needed about 3% on humanity awakening, but we now have about 7 or 8 or more percent people awakening. In the awakening process, or still awoke, awoke, awake, awoke, um, you, I think you know what I mean. So, so they failed with everything. They failed with everything. And that's so great. Yes, they still have their ideas about vaccination and about the cyber virus and about nanobots and nanites and about their things, their AI things and chips and implants and everything. Yes, they're still playing their game. But we will stop this because we know what they're playing. And there's so many, so many great, great authors and, and people like Celeste telling the story. Yes, telling the true story, telling the truth. And there are more and more. I started, for example, one and a half year, January 2020, I started with 11 people, 11 on my Avalon Actuel. YouTube channel, and now we are about a million. So the people are so keen on getting the truth. If you once give them, and this is what you said, the red pill, if they want, heard about the red pill, they say, okay, let me get it, let me get it. It changed. Yes, of course, there are some who said, oh, no, I don't want, please let me take the blue one and go back into my old life. I want my old life back. But most of the people, and I think if you look at the planet Earth now, about 50, 60, maybe 70% say, let's take the chance now and change life and make a better life. So I think it will be a great time now, the next five years, 10 years, great time, because it's not their reset, 
it's our change, our great change, into a really wonderful earth, a paradise earth with love, with freedom and abundance and yeah it's it will be so different it will be all this we have in our hearts and our souls our visions our energies not the energies of the cosmic invader force and their hybrids bloodlines here on us we don't need their ideas anymore we don't need their systems of total control because their systems of total control we don't need their political politics and politician systems and their lobby systems and their pharma systems and their financial systems. We don't need it. We will change and have a very, very new start with, yeah, with being together, loving and, and uh, yeah, with love. I, that, that's the way. And we will change their systems. Thank you so much. I would love to ask also Grace again, but uh, because of time, I give it to Jane. And uh, thank you so much to both of you. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, Celeste, do you want to add anything to that? You're muted, Celeste. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did that. It just did it automatically. Um, so, yes, I think we have a bright future. I, I think we do have to wade through a little bit of uh, still darkness, unfortunately, which uh, none of us likes. But we do have a bright future ahead. And um, I'm looking forward to that time where I don't have to wake up and say, okay, look at my computer and what's the next crazy thing. I mean, it, it's like off the wall now. Um, it is beyond, it is beyond the pale. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the time to come. Um, but I think it's important that we, while we go through the dark parts that we bring humanity, um, reach out to one another, engage in our passions, give it out. If you're an artist, if you're a baker, if you're a musician, um, whatever talent you have, give it out to humanity. And uh, that is one way to uh, put our hip waders on in a positive way. So I guess that's what I have to have. Yeah, that's part of what's happening, isn't it? Connecting to our own heart and becoming who we really are. Really important right now. I studied uh, Nibiru and the Anunnaki a few years ago and uh, very interested in it. And uh, they've had, you know, a hold on this planet for a long time, like you're saying, and built structures and, you know, systematically that controlled the energy but with that, I think is the planet Nibiru that comes around planet Earth every 33,000 years and causes like a pull shift. Does it not? Do you think that's connected at all to what's going on now? Or yeah, whoever wants to comment. And uh, yeah, you're muted, hon. Very, very short answer because Nibiru is an artificial thing. They are 
great, great builders and they're able to hollow out asteroids and things like that. And Nibiru is an artificial thing. It's like a big, big starship for them and they can control it. So they can drive it near Earth so that there is nothing happening and they can drive it very, very near to Earth as we have big, big catastrophes. But Nibiru is no real normal planet. It's a hollow out asteroid. It's an artificial thing. It's like their spaceship and they're living beneath um, the Earth, the surface, but it's nothing, nothing normal. It's an hollow out thing and it's artificial. Like our moon is an artificial computer for them. It was something, our moon was something for them like um, battleship Galactica. So you have to you, you have to imagine what are they doing? They are building big big battleships, hollowing out asteroids and things like that. And they are great builders, really they are. And and of course they know a lot of AI and things like that and how to control it. But Nibiru is no normal planet. It's a hollow out asteroid and they're using it as like a battle star, like, like our old moon. But the old moon, they, they couldn't do anything with this moon and therefore they put it here on Earth for us as moon. But indeed, it's, it's not normal. It's artificial as well. And it works like a big amplifier. The moon we have here in our Earth orbit works like a big amplifier for the frequencies they are creating at Saturn. So the rings of Saturn, these are frequencies. You see the frequencies and and moon is an amplifier for those frequencies. And Saturn as well um, um, brings us uh, frequencies to control the three-dimensional thing here. And of course, time our artificial time we have here on Earth because we are so out of cosmic time. It's so different here on Earth. It's their artificial time. And the moon is an amplifier for the big, big computer and the frequencies they are, they are regenerating, uh, regenerating at Saturn. So we have to understand Nibiru different. Excellent. I love that. That's good. You know, it's hard to find this information, so thank you. And um, I was going to ask, you know, the cabal, the, there's a few families that are orchestrating what's going on right now. Is it the Anunnaki that control the cabal? And, and I know there's ETs that are very positive also watching over the earth, but probably are, you know, can't do too much at this time. Just a quick comment on that. At first, of course, we have our, I would say, our cosmic ancestors we are connected with in love and freedom. Our cosmic families or our cosmic soul family, our oversoul. They are all benevolent and they're loving us and they try to help us, of course. So, and the visions you get and the ideas often are from your family and from your oversoul. All the solutions we get often are coming from our oversoul, from our cosmic ancestors. But the control on Earth have those cosmic invaders we call the Anunnaki or they call themselves the overlords. So they control it here. And as long as they are in control, our cosmic ancestors can't arrive here. But the time of their control is game over and uh, they are not not any longer in control their contracts went off on 20 20 
to December of 2012, there the contracts all went off. They lost the contracts, but the Anunnaki have a day in their perception for 15 years. When they have their first day after the contract, we have 15 years. Now put 2012 plus 15, we are 2027. So therefore we have this time span to say, okay, everything will be over and changed in 2028. That's the point because they are in their first day. Uh, they lost all the contracts and they are forced from the cosmic law and from the high cosmic council and really forced, yeah, to leave Earth. But it's there one day after. And in this one day after, they try to fight on every, uh, everything they have. And they tried to install this um, AI singularity. And that's the point. Celeste taught a lot about it. And that's a new contract. If you sign the vaccination contract and if you get vaccinated, you sign a new contract. And this is their soul contract because you say, okay, get my body, get my soul, get everything. I signed the contract. And then you get all the poisons, the nanobots, the vac goo, goo for vaccination, the hydrogel, the, the cyber virus and everything they call the spike protein. What bullshit. So you get it all. But you wrote here. Here is my name for the contract. And the next contract they wanted now to force us in is the cyber polygon contract. We were talking last time, Hartmut, do you remember? They are planning the next uh, simulation cyber polygon on the 9th of July 2021. And this is a big, yeah, cyber war. It's a cyber war. They wanted to uh, knock out everything, internet, all communication, every system here on earth, and then force you to the next contract. Because you have no energy, you have no water, you, you have no, no, uh, PC, you have nothing, nothing works, nothing works. And then you have to sign their new contract. This is idea, their idea. But I always say we are stopping this right now. It would not work. We, we did understand yet so much with this coronavirus story, this big lie and the big things they tried to manipulate us in like this new vaccination contract, but it failed. It failed. So many people do understand what it is. And now they tried to get the next contract. And if you sign those contracts and you really do live this way, they caught your soul for about a million years or something like that. They caught you in this artificial body because as Celeste often says in her interviews, your body will change. Your body will not function. Your soul would not be able to control the new artificial body anymore. And they have the patent, the patent law on it. Do you say patent, patent law? They have the patent law on it. It's not an anymore your body. You have no rights on your own body. And this is their idea, but not our idea. Right. And Celeste, you have been uncovering some really interesting things about the vaccine. And, you know, we all wonder why magnets actually attach to the, the body. Can you tell us what's going on there? So the very nature of nanoparticles and people think that nanoparticles are relatively new. Uh, they're not, they have been around uh, for some time. 
And we're just, this is like, if you had to put it in the modern vernacular, the next gen, uh, the hydrogel and quantum dot, but really even um, back in 2006, there was a big military DOD um, where they, uh, it was an exercise and they looked at everyone on the planet and who, who you know, all of us were going about our li daily lives and they were able to tell from satellite who was vaccinated and who was not vaccinated. So um, how did they do this? Because of the nanoparticles. Now they're getting more sophisticated in these nanoparticles. And so the magnetism, what the nanoparticles do, they do two primary things. One, they change the magnetism of our body. And that is my next uh, webinar. Uh, what does that mean biologically, physiologically? What, what does that all mean? And then it changes this actual spin of our atoms in our body when they come into our body. And that's why it doesn't matter if the person has not been uh, vaxxed or vaxxed, uh, taken the test, not taken the test, um, and it has no contact with anybody um, that has been vaccinated and yet the magnets stick to them. And it is why I get a lot of emails. Okay, should I, because a lot of people use magnets for healing. In this particular situation with the uh, nanoparticles, until I do my research, I'm telling people just cool your jets um, because it by magnetism, you actually be, may be making it worse because the new imaging, these nano, newer nano uh, technology, new nanoparticles um, have this magnetic element and they're manipulating our bodies with magnetic and frequency. So you may be actually harming yourself. And yes, these nanoparticles, how do you get these nanoparticles? They're in our air, they're in our water, they're in our food. We get it from, I just touched my laptop or I touched my hand or I touched my garment. And um, each one of us has quite a load of them. And uh, the newer ones can change our DNA and have some really radical things uh, that they can do to our bodies. Uh, the older ones were, they started out as mere sensors um, and they, they did have a two-way communication. They could uh, be interrogated, and that's how what they say in the military and government and the articles, uh, journals, that they're interrogated to see, you know, are you taking your supplements? Are you in a clean environment? Um, are you taking drugs, illicit drugs? Are you drinking? And all this information now, it used to just go um, between you and your doctor. Uh, you knew, you know, you would talk to your doctor, but now it goes to public health. It goes to your health insurance, life insurance, uh, your employment. I was just told that um, I just signed up for a, a new bank and they were going to be running a credit like the Chinese, the, you know, the credit, the credit score. So it's not just a credit of, you know, have I been good about paying things back and all that? But they are also running it on am I a social, socially, globally responsible 
um, citizen and I have to tell you so in Montana I had to tweak my will and I didn't get a change I called it an attorney and I said I want to tweak my will he said I'll call you back in 30 minutes I just want to make sure there's no uh, change in um, our conflict of interest I said fine you know I hadn't been to an attorney in decades you know so uh, he calls back 30 minutes later he goes I can't be associate. I can't represent you. I cannot be associated with the likes of you, the likes of me. Uh, he had pulled up my record and found that I was on the front lines. And so then I said, well, if you can't, could you recommend an attorney that would represent? And so to change my will. And he said, no, in all good conscience, I can't or recommend any attorney. And so I said, well, what about the bar? He said, you might contact the bar association. I said, that's uh, the legal that issues the licenses for attorneys and or barristers in, in the UK. And I, so I said, can you give me the phone number? He says, no, you look it up. Click. So, you know, we're just so all of this is going to be based on our compliance level of whatever totalitarian thing. And some of us are going to take a lot of heat, uh, such as myself. The whole time I was in Montana, I was not allowed to shop, buy or sell in Montana. I am free. <laughs> I don't have to do that now. Uh, but the day is coming, um, you know, that we're going to have some uh, clamp down. So. Anyway, and and do you feel positively like Gabrielle that we're going to get through this okay and <laughs> that we're yes. we're on the winning? Yeah, <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. But I think we're going to go through a short, brief, intense, dark time, and then it will be good on the other side. I would like to ask Gabby a question. Um, so I have a biblical worldview. So how do you see? your vision and your understanding in alignment with scripture or do you the bible you're 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 muted ah okay okay do you could you start my microphone again is is the microphone there can yes. you hear Yes. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, the Bible is a book written by the Anunnaki, like all these holy books and holy Bibles and holy texts, they are all written by the Anunnaki. And therefore, they're all their, their way to see us and their way to tell their story. So the Holy Bible is a kind of history documentation, sometimes a big a way to manipulate us and a big way to tell their truth. Um, the Old Testament is a bit different to the New Testament because the New Testament um, in the Bible, is a Christian Bible, is written about 400, 500 years later after the so-called death of Jesus Christ and it's written by Marduk, one of the overlords in control here on earth, because Lucifer changes uh, uh, his, his control one time for 200 and about 500 years, Lucifer is in control, and the next 2,500 years about is Marduk 
in control on Earth. And the time, the last 2,000 years we had about, roundabout, was Marduk, Marduk on control. And so he rewrote the Bible and he is using the Bible for his interest. And therefore, we have to be very, very skeptical in believing the things. There's some good things in it, of course. And there's some good teachings about love and with one another in the Bible, yes. But there are a lot of other things in this Bible. Um, yeah, serving the overlords and their way to reign here, earth, and their way to manipulate us. So all the holy Bibles are a way of manipulating us, like the whole religions here on earth, all are created by the overlords or the Anunnaki. Here's no religion left on earth which is really the the old true religion connecting us with source, with our love and freedom source, with this is what we, yeah, what we call source. It's no real and true religion. Lucifer put himself on the place at source and the whole, and the, the true frequency of creation was a female divine frequency of love. This is the who, this is the real true frequency of creation and the real true mother goddess, divine, the divine feminine. And Lucifer put himself here. I'm the Lord. I'm your king. I'm your God. I tell you what to do. And they gave us the, the ten Gebote, the ten, how do you call it? Mm. So you, you are not, you, you shan't murder, you shan't steal, you should not do this or this. And they are programming, they're programming all the guilty, they're programming it and they're using it. And they started the whole thing with the Christian, uh, yeah, religion, of course at about yeah about six one thousand six hundred or one thousand seven hundred years ago um the, what we say two thousand years ago jesus christ is wrong it's a very very wrong time schedule they m manipulated it again and rewrote everything and they rewrote the story about jesus christ and it was their invention to have a jesus christ we had of course people healing and helping and and serving really serving the others in love in deep deep love but the story we have in the holy bible is their story to manipulate us thank you thank you for answering that i want to add something uh, which goes in the in the same direction uh, nostradamus has is very famous for his visions and the interesting thing is that he started to have the vision in 1565 when he became, let's say, the astrologist of the family of Medici. And the interesting thing about the family of Medici is they are one of the current, they were, or were, they were the, one of the controller of the world. So if we think like that, so they let's say, in my opinion, there could be the possibility that they told him what to write because he was a very bad astrologist. Right? So this is only, yeah, this is only a thought which I wanted to implement as well. Thank you.
And you we've been. Okay. Um, just yeah, just we've one. Been, okay. We've been so programmed to give away our power to something higher than ourselves when that we need to only trust our own heart connection to consciousness. Um, have, we are programmed to have somebody, the savior. We are programmed to the savior story. And this savior story we had in Christianity, we had uh, in, in the old Egyptian things, we have had in the Indian things. It's always the same, same story about the savior. And if you look back the last, let's say about 15,000 years, we have the story of the savior again and again and again told. This is Isis and Osiris and the Horus child. It's the same thing in India. It's the same thing everywhere on earth. And of course, we have Mary and, and, uh, Joseph and, and, Jesus, we have always the same story. We are programmed to a big, big savior story. We, we, we all think we need Superman. The new story of the savior is Superman. We are waiting for a big cosmic Superman, but we are Superman ourselves and we have all the power. We have everything to go now into to our cosmic heritage. This is what every soul and every entity has here on earth. We are connected with source and we are so powerful. We have everything within us. We don't need any savior here. No, nobody. And yeah, it's very important. You, you said, um, Hartmut, about the Medici, of course. And if you look at those, these are all the artificial cre created, uh, technical changed, uh, entities from the overlords to control us. The overlords created a race. One part of this creation was a Nephilim, but that was first. Then they created other hybrid bloodlines. They created entities we call the hybrid bloodlines to control mankind here on earth. And all what we have, the black lords, for example, or the houses, of the queens and the kings and so now are taken over from those hybrid bloodlines the overlords the anunnaki created we had of course other kings and queens here on earth who really wanted to help people and and to give people yeah help and freedom and and the possibility to bloom and, and go into their full power and potential but the, those hybrid bloodlines took all the old houses and and changed them. Now we have here in every position in control here on Earth the Anunnaki hybrid bloodlines who 100% are controlled by the overlords. That's the point. And therefore, yeah, of course, they, they, they are dictating the Bibles, they are dictating their prophecies, yeah, so they are dictating it. It's no real prophecy. Every channeling is connected to the overlords. Every holy book, holy Bible, holy text now is connected to the overlords. And all those things, even the new channelings are connected to the overlords and are serving their ideas and their interests. Sorry, here I want to add something. It depends which source you are taking because the, the problem is what a, the problem what I see with the channeling that the most people uh, they connect themselves with the light. 
and that's it. But the problem is they never connect, they never define which light it is because we all have lights. We have lights, dolphins have lights, whales have lights, the earth have lights, the entities, the, the black lots, they have lights. And if we are focusing only on the light in that moment, um, we are lost. So we have to focus on the light of the source which created the universe. Then we can channel it correctly. On the love light, but they all con they all uh, focus on light, and Lucifer is the light. He is calling himself the light bearer, and therefore, if you connect with light, you always connect with Lucifer, and he is a fallen angel, and he is the Lord of the Lords, the great white Lord of the Anunnaki of the Overlords, and therefore, when you are only connecting with light. You're connecting with Lucifer, and when you're connecting with love and love light, you're connecting with source. This is a different, yeah, big, big point. Thank you, Hartmut. Yeah, yeah, great. It's very important. Yeah. Oh, so okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, hello, amazing women, and Hartmut. Um, a lot of my stuff was kind of covered, but while we're talking about Lucifer, um and him being the representation of Venus, the shining star and the bringer of light, as you said. Um, who, where did this title come from? And is there, you know, the irony of this world is that the people who are in control are very steeped in the mystery schools and, and some and spiritual knowledge. And I can never get my hands around uh, the difference between Lucifer and Satan and Madame, Madame uh, Helena Blavatsky. And, you know, in some ways, if you read their books, they're talking, it's either a new, an early new age and it's all bull, bull you know, it's all bull crap or, you know, it's empowering stuff. So um, I guess my question is the, the, all the, all the control inversion and perversion of reality and the truth is, is done by people who are very steeped in, in very spiritual knowledge. And it's somewhat of a contradiction, but is Lucifer really Satan or is it, is it, is Lucifer actually, is there any decency in, in his title, the bringer of light is the light knowledge. I don't, you know, I, I'm not fully understanding this. First, um, Strahlen, beam, sparkling he's one of the first creations from source and he is what we call knowledge and wisdom he always was at first he was one of the big real creator gods together with all the other first real creator gods so he was but then he is fallen he lost his love he lost his empathy, he lost his feeling for others and his love for others. That, that was the point. And therefore he was falling down in frequency, the fallen angel. He's not fallen, but the frequency went down. And therefore he lost all his abilities to create. So, so he's Darth Vader. Yeah, more, more than this. Yeah, yes. No, not Darth Vader, because if you look at Star Wars, he's a black imperator. He's the emperor, the black oh. emperor standing behind Darth Vader. And Darth Vader is more Marduk, his son. 
because Marduk is the devil and the Satan. They are playing a game to to get us here trapped on Earth. They are playing yeah. a game. They are all yeah. the Avalots and mm. Anunnaki, and they are in control of Earth for about 500 years now. And um, they are playing a game. Lucifer is the light, so I put it here. Lucifer is the light and the light bearer, but this light is without any love and any, um, yeah, he, he has no life energy. He's without any energy. Lucifer is a cosmic vampire. But his son, Maduk, is the devil, the Satan, the dark. And now they're playing chess here on Earth. Lucifer is playing with the white figures and Maduk is playing with the black ones. And they're changing. Lucifer saying, I'm the light bearer. I'm your God. I'm wonderful. I'm yeah, everything. Look at me. I'm bringing you the light. He never says love. Never. You can read all the books. There's never the gotcha. thing. It's always light. And gotcha. Maduk is a black and playing is a black. Black magic, black magic rituals, black magic um, sexual rituals, black magic pedophilia, pedophilia, and all those Satan devilish black magic things is Marduk. And where, does Jehovah, where does Jehovah come in? Yeah, so they play together. At first, Jehovah, Yahweh, Yotevoi was Lucifer, of course. And he was creating the Nephilim and all other things, hybrids. Hybrids, mm. he was creating okay. hybrids, yeah? And after this, he gave his, uh, the crown, for example, he gave the reign to Marduk, his son. And then Marduk at first was Yahweh, Jehovah. Therefore, uh, the, the way Yahweh, Jehovah thinks and acts is so different because for 2,500 years about, it was Lucifer and he, of course, was different. Lucifer is a trickster. And the other 2,500 years, it was Marduk with wars and wars and wars. And, and he is so dark. And he loves to destroy. He loves people to suffer. He He's really dark, dark. He's a psychopath, of course, and a sociopath and a narcissist. Lucifer only is a narcissist, narcissist, but not a psychopath. And therefore, they could play the game light and darkness. And this was a, the game we are trapped in since about 500,000 years. And every religion on this planet is trapped in this story of the light bearer, Lucifer, the light, and the darkness, the devil, the Satan, Marduk. Gotcha. So, Celeste, I have questions for you, but I'm going to just stay on this track. Um, going back to the darkness is already lost, and there's 15 years. So in 15 years or in 2028, uh, is it because the contract is over that we we win, or is it because the people have woken up and understand that they've been played for so long? One thing is the contract is over, but this wouldn't change anything. The point is the, um, the Anunnaki overlords um, found out the first plan was to change us into this AI singularity, to last us talking about too, um, at about... 2048, 2050. This was the first plan. And the hybrid bloodlines were working in this time schedule. Yeah, they thought they have already about 25 to 30 years. 
But then the overlords found out that our consciousness was awakening too much, too fast, and all the real true souls and all the real starborns here on earth, remembering who they are, connecting with consciousness, connecting with their oversoul, remembering the cosmic truth, and connecting again, reconnecting with source, the divine feminine and the frequency of love and knowledge and wisdom and thing. But the basic is love. And they found out they haven't they wouldn't have the time for 25 or 30 years. And therefore, the overlords put their thumbs on their hybrid bloodlines and said, you have to change now. And this was a big catastrophe for the hybrid bloodlines because they were not ready. And therefore, we had the failure of the coronavirus. We have now the failure of the vaccines because everybody now sees, yeah, not everybody, mm -hmm. but about 40-50% are, are really awakening and do understand what this vaccination is. And we have so many great, great uh, persons, uh, great, great people like, like Celeste telling us the story, the real story. I remember yeah. Yeah, Emory Smith, and I remember Mark Steele, and I remember Dr. Barry Trower, and, and, and telling us the real story about those things. What what are what is AI? What what are implants? As well, Catherine, uh, Dr. Catherine Horton, she was working at CERN and at Daisy. They're telling us the truth, and we have so now be using the internet, and mm. it serves us and our interest. And the communication is very fast. And the process of awakening is so fast. So they lost their time and they're making mistakes. And they're making so many mistakes. And of course, know. Lucifer wants to take over, of course. But, and, and Maduk is still in reign. Maduk is the deep state. This is Maduk. And the new way it would be different. Lucifer is different. Lucifer is not Armageddon. He's not uh, uh, destroying everything and war. He's a trickster. He is, of course, he is AI and controlling the AI singularity. This is Lucifer, but he's different. And he wants to get the rain back here on Earth. But Maduk has still has still the control over us. And we saw at the votes in America, yeah, we all thought Trump would go come back, but it was again. And I think nobody thought it would go, will go that way. We had Joe Biden and the Democrats and the Democrats are controlled by the deep state and the deep state is controlled by the dark, dark part of the Anunnaki, the, the devil, Maduk, the Satan and the Satanists. This is what, what we are now, we could watch in America. Mm -hmm. I see. So just real quick before I get to Celeste, if in 2028, are you saying Lucifer gets control? Is a question to Celeste or to me? To you, to Gabby. Oh yeah, okay. I, I don't hope so. He tries to, but I think we can now change everything. Okay, gotcha. He okay, tries good. to. That's, I was just sort of like missing. Okay, gotcha. So uh, I could talk to both of you all day. So Celeste, um, ah, I'm so happy you moved. I may be asking uh, for information because I'm looking at states that are safe. And uh, I guess you found one. So I'm glad you're safe in the heartland. Um, there are some videos going around about NATO troops in Canada and... Um, 
and stuff like this. Are with all your research, I'm just was wondering if you've seen any documents about, you know, this this possibly being true. Maybe it's something even going on in the United States and stuff like that. Because we know what that means. They 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 have no sense of you're an American. They they basically are the police of the world. So they can do whatever the hell they want. Uh, you know, co constitutions don't matter when the, the UN troops are in. And this is exactly what the bad guys want. So is there any truth to this? So, of course, I've been in the bubble of moving for about two months because that's what it takes to pack up and relocate. But <clears throat> on my trip, I did see trains with like hundreds of green tanks headed towards the east. It did not have any, they did not have like a symbol or like a NATO flag or a UN flag. Um, some people also saw some going up towards New York. I thought it was interesting because there for a long time we saw <clears throat> desert camo uh, uh, things for the last, what, 20 years we've seen desert camo, but these were dark green. Forest green, there was no camo on them at all. Um, I thought that was peculiar, and then a number of them was peculiar. Now, in the United States in the 90s, this was very interesting. Um, it, a lot of people don't know this. You can look at it if you get the book, The Holocaust Chronicles. And I had that book back in the 90s. But the United States passed the same bill with the same name um, on the same day that the Nazis did. Like that's where the NDAA came from and all these terrible things back in the 1990s. And there is something called like the scenic, uh, well, there's that established, there were uh, regulations that established the inland ports. So you go a hundred miles from any coastline or any country, um, there was also the scenic, uh, scenic waters and something. It's, it has to do with water. And basically, um, it turned over to UN control anything, uh, even a mud puddle. Um, it controlled all water, mud puddle, stream, river, lake ocean, whatever, and no human was supposed to live within 30 miles of that. So that really encroaches in the United States quite a bit and gives international troops a lot of authority in the days to come. Now, some of these things were just now starting to see activity of enforcement um, and where we're going to see uh, these bills that were laying in wait or regulations springing to life. Um, that is how they were designed. I was in on, so I started in December 2005, which is uh, just a pivotal time, um, and started fighting for, uh, against these things. And it was based on a the highway patrol matrix where the, your first infraction of non-compliance, 
you get a like a hundred dollar fine. The second infraction, if for non-compliance, is like a thousand or ten thousand dollar fine. And the next, uh, the third infraction, you go to prison. Um, if you could easily, if you had any property, um, whether that's a car, whether that's a home, whether that's land, whatever you have, uh, literally could be seized by the government. So um, those bills and it, for non-compliance are already there. And it's based on this highway patrol, like if you're speeding and you're a habitual speeder and blah, 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 um, you know the drill. <laughs> so um, that's what I'm seeing. I, I, it, Canada is just like the United States. Um, they do have a lot of foreigners. I think it's very similar. I think there's really not much difference. Gotcha. So um, earlier you were, we were speaking about um, magnetism and shedding, and it sounds like whether you take this poison dart or not, we have nano in us that is, I guess, magnetizing us, turning us into cell towers. Is that is that an exaggeration? Um, I wouldn't say cell tower. I would be looking at the physiological, are you a human anymore type of thing. But I really believe if you deliberately took it, its purpose of mind, your frequency, basically, um, if you are refusing it, that it does not have the spiritual, it doesn't impact your spirit and your soul if you refuse it. If you do, if you accidentally or if you're not in your right mind or somebody comes to your door and holds you down, but you say, no, I refuse this, it's not going to impact the spirit and the soul, although you might have some physiological impacts. But for the people that just say, you know what, I I think that, um, as Gabby says, the, as the savior, uh, the COVID vaccine is the savior. And what did we see in Germany? I can't remember the name of the magazine. It came out in the end of November, the beginning of December. It showed the nativity scene, the three wise men coming and giving the baby Jesus a vial of COVID vaccine. Um, so it was already being couched as messianic, um, and it is the, the savior of the world. And you heard, saw titles around the world. Um, it's our only hope. It's a miracle. So basically, they were putting, as Gabby says, you know, it's like this savior. They're playing on this savior complex, yeah. and that it's a good thing, and and really they're manipulating. They are manipulating. Yeah, for the disease that's 100% survivable, and uh, and uh, the uh, you know anyway. Um, so, Gabby, I uh, have a question. Um, uh, sorry. May I um, Celeste? Uh, see. Uh, have you, um, okay. Um, Celeste, can you tell something about? the simulation software or the simulation of the world. For example, there is a, uh, I forgot the link. There is a simulation of the world with its habitants. And they can, with all us people, many Americans are already in the simulation. 
-hmm. European are not so much in the simulation, but the, the idea is to establish a simulation in the artificial intelligence of the world mm -hmm. so that by the behavior of the people, they can make calculations how the, how the behavior will be in the future and what effect this behavior will have. And uh, they can train this avatar in the simulation, different behavior, and then to switch this behavior to the real person by 5G. Can you add something to this? Yeah, so in military terms, and actually for those of you that want to look that up, um, it's called the virtual twin, uh, this simulation. And they're trying to usher everybody into this synthetic realm or simulation, as you put it, um, and forego, like for me, I love to put my hands in the dirt and my flowers and I love good food and um, that's this world. But they're trying to usher people into this virtual realm where, you know, you put your 3D goggles on, you sit in your lazy boy and that's how you live out life. You don't eat, you don't interact. I mean, it's all virtual, but it's called the virtual twin. If you look in government and military circles and you'll find out quite a bit about it. I talked about it in my dark winter, um, in my dark winter presentation. Brilliant. Thank you. Steve, go ahead. Thank you. Okay. Um, Gabby, I was going to ask a question. Um, you know, the term as above, so below, I didn't know until I woke up. And then as soon as I heard it, I probably heard it like every day. And um, it's just one of those things. Is, you know, is that basically a statement that says this is, you know, this matrix is controlled by satanic forces and so is the astral? Is that what that term really means? Oh, you're muted. As above, so below. That means uh, it's always a harmony of frequencies. If you give one frequency very intensively in one situation, you, you will get it back in the other way. So it's always um, harmony of frequencies. So what we call um, the cosmic law, the law of resonance, it's kind of. But this cosmic law you're talking about from Hermes Trasmegistos as we call him, is the law of Thoth, or Tod, or, or Thos, one of the sons of Lucifer. And he was one of the Egyptian gods, but he is one of the Anunnaki gods. And he always taught us a bit of the cosmic law, not really the true cosmic law, but the cosmic law as the Anunnaki saw it. And the Anunnaki thought it's good for us to know. So there's again a bit of truth in, a bit of manipulation and a bit of lie. Like all the things <laughs> the, the Anunnaki did, yeah, because mm. they wanted always to, to have, um, yeah, reinforce their power and to manipulate us so that we are better to rule for them. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, we are their cattle. Yeah, so we are their cattle. And they're not giving us the real truth. No, never, ever. We have to find it out by ourselves. But we so, mm. so does the universe have our back? Or is, I don't see where, it, it seems like everything in the astral is false light. 
So yeah. then you'd say, okay, well, I guess I have to look to myself because there's nothing to pray to, or there's nothing, you know, the idea is to not to look for a savior. Uh, yeah. Because you can't, every time you open yourself up, you're going to get attacked by entities and, and you're going to be fed off of. So it's slightly disconcerting to have a, a sense that, well, where's, where's the Godhead? Where's source? And I guess it's in me. I guess it's everywhere. But in, in a sense, it, it doesn't always feel that way. But I guess where I'm going with this is if you go on the Internet, there's the Galactic Federation of Light, the Federation of Planets, the Federation of this, the Galactic of this, the Palladian this, the Arcturian that. And I don't know. At the end of the day, it all seems like a bunch of false light bullcrap. Yeah. Yeah. That's so where where is the goodness? The the only way is to connect with ourselves, to connect again with our heart, with the feelings of our heart and and the feelings of our stomach, because you can feel it. You have here in your heart, you can feel the truth, and in your stomach. In Germany, we say Herzgefühl und Bauchgefühl. You can feel it. And then mm -hmm. you get the inspiration. And the inspiration are the visions you get, all the impulses you get. And this inspiration is the divine because it's source and it's your it's your connection to your oversoul, to to your um, cosmic family, to your soul family. And they love you. And they're very, very, very divine and benevolent. And they help us. Our way is now to understand this here on earth in the last 500,000 years everything was a lie and everything was against us and everything they created always was manipulation and a, and a lie to mm -hmm. roll us and to have us as their heritage as their cattle we are their cattle here and, and mm. it's uh, what they have they so, are all cosmic vampires all so they need the energy of our soul, they need our blood, and they need our bodies. Mm -hmm. That's their money, so to say. So if you go back to the Rosicrucians, yeah. the, they saw that the sun had the being of Christ, or the sun was the being of Christ. And in, in a way, that's reassuring to me, because maybe Gaia is Earth and Christ is the sun, but... I'm where I'm going with this, and I know Celeste is, uh, uh, you know, and I, I, you know, I'd like to think um, uh, we're all protected and and all that. But I'm just saying, is there to me that makes sense that the, you know, the sun represents the consciousness of maybe the the entirety, and we are all Christ consciousness at our core. Does that is that what you understand in your spiritual awareness? Oh, at first, we have to look who are the Templars, who are the Rosian Christians, who created them, and what was the purpose to those who created them behind. And the Rosian Christians, as, as well as the Templars, were the first system of financial control on this planet, both. Mm -hmm. And of course, controlling the truth, controlling the religions, and controlling all the brethren, or the brotherhoods, or the lodges, everything behind. This was controlled. 
And of course, we always had a war between Lucifer, the light bearer, and Marduk. And when Marduk took over the Catholic Church, of course, the Catholic Church was in war with the Rosencrucians and the Templars because they were created by Lucifer. And and if you really, you should one day maybe we should look very very deep into who is who and only mm. look at maybe the last fifteen thousand years to understand. This is what what they sh shown they have shown me what I learned because I I had always a cosmic teacher since I was born. So I am taught for twenty four hours a day and a night every day every night since I'm here on Earth, and I can connect with the cosmic knowledge. And therefore, it was very, very hard for me to understand the real truth because my family is a Christian family and I grew up in a Christian religion and I, I, I believed in everything. It was so important for me and it was hard then later and later to understand that this all was a lie, that this was manipulation. It's always the same. It's a bit of truth connected with a big, big lie, connected with a bit of manipulation, and then it's, it's again truth, and this truth is triggering you because you feel, and so they get you. There's always truth in, always, and the truth is triggering you, and they're telling sometimes of love and love light, So and it's triggering you, and they trigger you with, with a very, very small particles of truth, and then they bring you the manipulation and give you the lies. And and it's a very, very hard way to find this out. I think for everybody, because it was for me as well. And now I see all the people, all the starborns who are connecting themselves, the source again and, and with the truth. It's hard for us to understand, to really understand what they played because the game is so subtle. It's so... Yeah, they they are really they are not doing it for the first time here on Earth. Therefore, they're used to it and they know how to do it and they know how to manipulate a real planet very very well in their interest. And they really did it, and they are doing it still very very successful. And that's the point. But it's mm -hmm. not easy. And then we have to look who is Lucifer, the morning star, because the whole story about Jesus Christ is connected with astrology, with the stars, with the Orion system, with the Sirius uh, star. It's connected. They're telling the, the story about Jesus Christ. Um, it's an astrologic, astrological story. So we have to look at the stars and then understand. And we have to understand what is Jesus. Je suis, er su. What is the real name? I am. Jesus means I am. Er su. Jesus, je suis. It's always the same. Yeshua. It's, it's the same. And Christ means, O Hartmut, der Gesalbte. Christ is, is just very, very old, old word. The it one means anointed. Anointed. No. Anointed. 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 Der Gesalbte. I, I don't know. I, I'm not kidding. Anointed. Anyway. 
I would like to add something very important. I think it's, I hope it's important. You ask a very good question, Steve. You ask, where is the good? And um, Gabriele, in the last conference, uh, after the interview, we had a very good conversation all together here. And she said, we can see the good in front of our computer or, for example, the audience, because there is, the own, there is not only timeline traveling for the bad guys, there's also timeline traveling for the good guys. And we could be also timeline travelers so that we come from the future maybe 500 years in ahead. And we are now here because we knew that this time will come. So we are the time. So we heard we heard we, we hear this a lot. If you are looking for a solution, look in the mirror. That's right. Because we also are timeline travelers. Uh, you're muted, Gabby. Gabby, you're muted. Still? You know, it's now it's it works. Yeah. Yes, we are we all are time travelers. All the star bones, the souls which are born in the cosmic stars, and we have about yeah, we have about 20 million star bones here in Central Europe and on the whole world about two, uh, two, 280 million star bones. We have a lot of cosmic souls now on planet Earth, but on really divine, benevolent cosmic souls. The whole families, the cosmic families, they all did send the best and the strongest from the family, what we call the star bonds, those souls which are born in the stars, and those souls can remember because they are here on Earth and they can reconnect. They can reconnect with family, cosmic family. They can reconnect with the cosmic law and with the cosmic knowledge. And they all remember. And we are time travelers. We are coming from a future about. 400 up to 800 years from now in the future. And we are here to change. We are here to change the reality and the timelines. And we are here to stop the dark, dark timelines. The overlords started here on us. And we are here because we will know and we knew in the future that we can change it now. And therefore we came, we came back here on us. We are here to stop the AI singularity. We are here to stop the takeover of big tech, big pharma, and so on. We are here to stop this all now, and we will do it. We will do it. We will manage it in the next, yeah, like to let us, yes, maybe we'll have some dark years or one dark year, or, or maybe, but maybe we can change it before, and maybe we can stop it before. And we're on every country here we are here on earth 280 millions of starborn time travelers remembering how to change it now remembering how to stop it now to have again a future in abundance in love and in freedom that's the point and yeah in freedom that's a very very important thing wow i wonder who i was in the future but anyway um 
This has been great. I, so as I have more questions for you, but we're running out of time. So I'm going to pass you to Grace. And uh, I appreciate every uh, all the time that you both are sharing with us. It's just amazing to speak with you both. I have um, I, I hold you both in very high esteem for everything you do. Thank you. Oh, Steve, I'm OK. Go ahead and ask your question for Celeste. Well, I was going to ask, you moved, so you're a little discombobulated. but. Uh, you know, what's biblically, where do you think we're going? Do you think we're going to an apocalypse? And the, the revelation is, is, you know, is revelation based in the Bible? Is it that we lose and they win? I, I actually don't even know. No, so I do, <clears throat> excuse me, I do hold a biblical worldview. And I do agree with Gabi in that, uh, the stars did tell the story um, and there is in there are insights um, as far as revelation I do believe we are in revelation I do believe that we're in for a period of some very difficult times um, and but then in the end um, that Jesus Christ will sit on the throne that there will be the righteous uh, that's where Gabi and I disagree. Um, and it will be a time of prosperity, love, um, just abundance, uh, the restoration of the world where we're seeing it polluted right now in every way, physically, um, spiritually, emotionally, um, er every way it's being polluted. Um, that will cease. And um, there will be it will be, we will go back to a time where it is is the goodness from, as Gabby says, source, I, I believe it's God. And um, that uh, it, it's good. I, it, I'm really looking forward to that time. And I look forward to it with a great hope. And I guess I feel that having us like Jesus as my personal savior, is important because I did take some classes and of course, uh, well, I, I won't go there, but um, what if you were, if you just rely on yourself instead of the holy text, which I believe is the Bible. I mean, what if you're like Hitler? What if you're like Stalin? What if you're like now and you look into yourself and that you're you say okay i have to slaughter a bunch of people I have to do evil to people i have to harm them and look at it. i mean there's evidence of that right now with like soros and klaus schwab you know these guys um, they are looking to sell and where jesus my my savior says you know love uh persevere be long-suffering give everything that you have and that's why I do what I do I just pour it out and you know what it is like living water because I'm connected to source I can give out to everyone here and because I prepared for these days because my dad told me plus then I was reading the bible because I prepare I can reach out to the whole world and share and take my time that otherwise I'd be scrambling like, 
oh, where am I going to get milk or where am I going to get bread or, you know, how am I going to pay my bills or whatever. Now I can touch people around the world wherever I am. And so there was this one thing, and I just really think, and I think maybe I mentioned it, Grace, the last time we talked. I'm not <laughs> sure. Uh, so when I start, I started researching about the nanoparticles when I saw that they changed the magnetism and they changed the spin of our atoms. The very first thing I saw was this study that said we can impact if we're healthy and in every way body, mind, soul, spirit, just by standing next to you, I can kickstart a, a person's health uh, that was wounded or maybe they have cancer or uh, maybe the emotional trauma um, just by being near them. I don't even have to touch them. I don't have to speak, but my presence, if I am a healthy person, the, the frequency will kickstart and impact that other person. That is powerful. And I know it to be even on the internet because there have been times, you know, we all have them. You guys, I know you all have had those days where you aren't feeling well, you're just kind of flat, you're like, but you have a broadcast or you have an article to write. And if you forge and trudge through on that, it's like flat. It, it it nobody receives it. It's almost like it goes to the ground. But on those days that you're just enlivened and you're just full of joy and passion and everything, all of a sudden it just goes. It goes around the world and everybody sees it and uh, receives it. It's very powerful. So it does even work over the internet and article writing too. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I'm working on uh, energy work and learning how to do it myself. And it's actually quite amazing what can be done visually at a distance. I think the quantum field is is um, is there if you believe in your own powers. So, um, I mean, I could keep talking with both of you for forever. So I hope to I hope that we can get you both on again. And um, I'm going to pass you to Grace. And thank you for being with us. Oh, thank you, both of you, um, Celeste and Gabrielle, because you both have very strong presence in as change makers, as leaders, as whatever you want to call, but bringing everyone to that heart-centered, spirit-centered, soul-centered. So because in my experience, um, I, as I see, uh, especially in living in United States, that there's so many different faiths, right? So many different faiths. And I even feel so comfortable to attend all the different services, different, whatever, mass, etc., rituals. And at one point, I asked myself, something might be wrong with me. Why am I comfortable with all of this? Don't I have any stand for myself? But that's when I figure out that, you know, we're truly like all frequencies. We're truly, you know, I'm a soul, I'm a spirit, that if there's certain in my frequency that kind of resonates, I'm not going to resist it. And that's what I created a lot of friends from all different backgrounds and faith. 
And so in this situation nowadays, I, I prefer not to make any kind of uh, enemies, although operating again from that frequency field, um, I, knew, I know whom to shun or what to avoid, whether it will be in the internet. And so my question for both of you is how do you, or what ways do you suggest to, you know, the people who's been following and listening to you? And like Celeste, I know you always have that uh, community, okay? And Gabrielle it's just said that I, I can't speak the language, the German language, but when I listen to people, that energy, I already say, okay, this is good, even if I don't hear. So Celeste, what, I know what have you been suggesting or recommending, especially when we have to continue to love those who have been manipulated, because we're all manipulated. We're all been in the system together, whether we intentionally did it in our past life, but now we are here together. So how can we do that so that we don't, uh, we, we don't put ourselves to come back and be quarantined again in this planet. Because <laughs> I want to move forward. Yeah, so, and Celeste, would you like to respond to that, please? Sure, so I, I think we need to just be very forgiving and understanding and compassionate. Um, as I'm always saying over and over again, embrace your humanity embrace what it means to be a human preserve it because we could lose it I, if you go down the techno technological road and the road that we talked about here today gabby did a great job in in conveying the celestial the big the big big picture people think it's big picture um and what we see with the milky way but gabby was interdimensional and um super big that we just need to embrace that humanity give what we can just pour yourself out um, and be confident in yourself don't be bashful um, we need to stand there we need men and women that will draw the line in the sand and be courageous and say this is wrong this is not acceptable and i'm not going I'm not going down that path, whatever the cost. Even if it should cost me my life, I won't go down that path. So my happy note is just embrace your humanity. It's wonderful to be a human. It's wonderful to really have the power. Uh, again, like Gabby said, I mean, you really truly can be your own superhero. You have that power within you. It's already here. You just have to take the first steps and live it out and so i just encourage everybody to do that thank you and i wanted to respond to that um celeste because we've been listening also to um to christopher james and he will always remind us also to really know your god's god courage or know your god source and also to even um, this one, he said that even the word human is a manipulated word that him, as a common law expert, he would always tell us to, 
use the words man and woman. So you're like a man and woman created in the image of God. And so that, that kind of lately resonates to me and to the, my fellow men and women. So, and so, and in relation to that, Celeste, I know um, he might have a solution in terms of that living will of that, or, or that will that you're trying to resolve because he um, would create, a, he said, create a form outside the system. And then even the, uh, the difference between a notary public and a public notary, he said, there's a difference. Don't be going for the notary public. And then for the, for the witnesses, use your friends to be witnesses and a thumb mark. So, um, you know, that's, that's so in short, that's like a God source of, of solution. So, you know, outside the system of the constitution and so thank thank yeah i just want to share that with you and um gabriel what what would be also good thing to because it's kind of hard for those christians and other faith okay the other faith they really men I, we we all know that many are are operating from that god centeredness and the one that i heard is that christ and although I'm talking to uh, Gabriel, but Celeste, it's okay. You can respond to that. The second coming of Christ is even like us, us opening our arts, us being that own um, help for ourselves, rather than always just looking for one person. And of course, that Christ in us is connected to the bigger much Christ. And sometimes I think it's the labeling of words that made us all so confused, <laughs> you know? So, so what, how would you, um, what, what is your usual advice, Gabrielle, for the people who tells you about all this? Okay, uh, I'm scared to see my family because they've all been vaccinated. And just so you know, Gabrielle, I had a I had a plan of having a dinner with a friend, and then the rain started, and I knew she might be vaccinated, but I didn't want to talk about vaccine. So she asked me, "Grace, it's raining, and we are going inside. Are you vaccinated?" And I deliberately did not answer that because I almost want to say, "I should be." careful because you're vaccinated. So how can we again, as those, we, we know we have to be loving, to be forgiving, to embrace. What is your advice for the people you always talk to? One way. So the microphone starts again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you gave already the answer because we only have one way. We are love from this great love, our God, our goddess, our divine feminine, however you call it, we are love from the source and the source is love. So we have only one way and this is love one each other. And even if somebody is vaccinated, of course, it can be dangerous. But as Celeste 
already said, it's all a question of frequency. And this is what we were talking last time. It's always a question of frequency because this vaccination and all the poison in this vaccination is frequency. And if you are very, very, very over that frequency, it doesn't work. So everything is a question of frequency and consciousness. And if you're conscious, and you, if your frequency is love and freedom, so nothing here they created, the dark side created, the overlords, the Anunnaki, however, the, the devil, the Satan, what they created does not work. In, if you are in a high love frequency, nothing works. That's the point. And that's the point you can, yes, we had the question, of course, hundreds and hundreds of starborns here in Central Europe, which are in contact with me, they ask, what should I do? My partner, my family, my mom, my, my children got vaccinated. What can I do? And isn't it dangerous? And what should we do um, if you go for a swim in a swimming pool and think, you know, all these questions. And I was said, we only have one way, and this is a way to show them we are in love and we are love. And that means, of course, you don't go in a situation if it's really dangerous for you and you feel I'm not in the frequency today. I'm not in the energy today. And, and in, today it doesn't work. Then maybe it's better to say no tomorrow. Tomorrow will be better. But we always have the possibility with changing our frequency to go into love and of course our mind, our consciousness, we create an energetic aura to be secure again. We could create an energetic aura and this is what we are training in all the seminars, how to create our aura, how to program the big quantum field around us, how we can energetically clean the rooms we are in, we are, we are working with energy, with, with energetical constructions, with energetical uh, crystals, with, with love light, we are creating and we are cleaning the rooms, we are cleaning the air, we are cleaning the water, we are cleaning everything energetically. And of course, we can program our aura, of course. And if we are in a high frequency and if we are in love, nothing will happen to us because those things they created and put in the vaccine and the chemtrails, of course. And we, as Celeste said, we already have it here around in our life. It's not new. Yeah, the, the vaccination is only the, the big uh, point on it, but we already have it since 20, 30, 40 years in our life. Everything, we have everywhere had the chemtrails. So, it was always in our body and we learned how to live with it because we learned how, how to clean us, to clean our bodies, to work physically and how to work energetically with your spirit, with your consciousness, with your soul. And this is what we are doing. Our only way is love and togetherness. And if we want to change their world and their destructive systems, we have to stay in love and be love. And and their way is to separate. But that's not our way. Our way is to embrace everybody with love and to embrace the whole creation. And the whole creation means as well your family, if your family is vaccinated. So that's the way. Thank you very much. And I'd like also to thank our audience and for 
their own conversations going on. And they've had their own powerful conversations, <laughs> disagreements as well. So isn't this a more beautiful world? <laughs> we can all disagree, but we know we need to just learn how to love each other no matter what, okay? And we, we can, so uh, if you like this and you continue to share this podcast and just fill in your heart and free your, and your frequency as all of you that I'm addressing the audience that they keep talking about frequency. Yes, because when, even for me, when things get so confusing, I have to say, okay, what do I feel? How is it for me? And it's only our individual selves that can determine whether it's working for you or not. So I say thank you. And any any last announ announcements from both of you? Our way is love. Together yeah. is love and freedom. This is our way. And that's yeah. the reason we are here all now. This is a Celeste um, website, so celestialreport.com. And for Gabrielle, uh, you can check out the deltainstitute.de and the avalon-earth.te. And thank you very much and for playing with us today. God bless you all.